You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Well, our next guest, Coons, he's one of the all-time greats. He calls Adelaide home now. But he is now chosen, well, he was chosen by SEN and the team to go over and head up one of the great call teams to go to India for the upcoming test series. His name is Bharat Sundarason, and he joins us thanks to Tyre Power. Think safety this February. Get the five-minute tyre safety. Check your local at Tyre Power. the intro to Barat joins us live from India. It's homecoming for you, Barat. How are you going and what's it like being back in India? Uh, well, what I'll tell you is this, Manish, you know, this morning I was having breakfast and I was stuffing my mouth because uh, I needed to leave early and get to this ground, which is really far away uh, to watch the Australian strain. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of like got a small glimpse into what it must be like to be famous in India because this guy walks up and asks <laughs> for a selfie. And I, I had like food, like you know, like food dripping out of my mouth, and it was quite embarrassing. I somehow um, got myself into shape, into order, and I did pose for the picture. Uh, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, yeah, I've come back uh, to India after all these years, and a few people seem to know who I am. Oh, a few! Oh. I heard there was a that was a full street parade for your homecoming, Bharat. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I, I, you know, underplaying myself. Of course, look, the country's named after me, so you know, you can't aim for higher, can you? I mean, some people have stands named after them. Some people have stadiums named after them. Um, Bharat means India, so I, I you know, adopt it, haven't I? Oh, you love it. We love it. We love it. So you've uh, you went out to the ground. You said you travelled a fair distance to get there. The the Aussies are completing a net session now, or they're in a, in a break. How are they looking? Well, they're looking very good. Uh, so it's basically um, a Ranji Trophy ground, so first-class ground. There are three oval here, so it's uh, maybe an hour's drive out of uh, the city centre in Bangalore where uh, the Australian team uh, is staying. Uh, and uh, so what they've been doing is uh, this day two, of course, they break into two different groups, and it's pretty free for all. I mean, people can come in, have a net, get some fielding practice done. Whoever wants to have a bowl can have a bowl. And there are enough pitches here um, uh, where they can do that. And that's what it, it's been. And they also have, interestingly enough, I even wrote a piece about this for Click Bus this morning. They have uh, gone around India and found a few spinners who they think can replicate Jadeja and Akshar Patel and Ashwin, at least what they have to offer. And in, in, in particular, they have found this one off spinner who's played Ranji Trophy cricket recently who bowls just like Ashwin. So that, that was the excitement of... Uh, day one for the Australians and also for us watching. And uh, I even posted some clips of him bowling to Steve Smith uh, on social media. And, and they were really impressed. And he was very impressive. Young man, 21-year-old. Fascinating story. Uh, uh, grew up, uh, you know, just idolizing Ashwin. And, uh, you know, here he is being Ashwin for Australia in the net. So uh, that was yesterday. And uh, today we get to see David Warner back for the first time. Uh, 
Uh, he's part of uh, group number two. Um, uh, it was a lot of mana starting the first first st- uh, three hours of the day. Uh, and right after lunch, we'll see Steve Smith, David Warner, and uh, a few others jump in. So it, it's all about preparation, not just in terms of what they will expect, but also getting their heads around spin and turning pitches and what uh, India might offer. We still don't know what's going to happen. But uh, they, they're basically getting all their bases covered. They uh, a bit of talk about David Warner, a bit fatigued and tired. Uh, no doubt uh, he'll go on the net session. Does he look a little bit tired to you? And how much yap was coming out of Manus's mouth while he was having a hit too, Barat? <laughs> Ah, well, uh, Manus is just being Manus, isn't he? Uh, and uh, that's why we all love him now. No, no, it was, uh, I mean, his batting was fine. I mean, he's, uh, he was facing uh, the reverse ringing ball from Scott Boland and a very, very quick Lance Morris, which was quite a challenge. Uh, but it was really with the ball that he got into Manus mode. He was trying to be Anil Kumle for a while. He was trying to be Rashid Khan for a while, then Adil Rashid, so... Um, yeah, I mean, he was keeping all the coaches um, on their toes. Basically, he wanted them to see what he was doing. And uh, I don't know whether we'll get to see the Anil Kumle uh, version of Manas Labushin once the test series starts, <laughs> but don't rule it out. Uh, uh, David Warner basically just uh, walked in maybe half an hour ago. So um, uh, he just uh, gone through a few you know, warm-up jogs. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, he looks ready. He looks very eager to the person he said as soon as he walked in, was like, what time does our session start? So that's a good sign. And uh, uh, understandably, he, he would be tired of a long summer. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's still recovering from the 200 in Melbourne but on that crazy hot day. Uh, even though it's been a while. But we, like I said, he, he'll jump into the net very, very soon. And, uh, yeah, he should be ready and ready to go. Six days out from the first test in, in Nagpur, uh, you mentioned that it's a bit of an unknown uh, about some of these pitches coming up. Have you? What, what's the inside word from the Australian camp um, about the pitch in Nagpur? Uh, look, what they've done, uh, Adam, is like uh, even here that there are three centre wickets at the oval that they're practicing. So yesterday they batted at one end. Today they've uh, swapped over to the other end so that both sides of the pitch get scuffed up. And their main session, I mean, it's an all-in, is on Sunday. So by then, they would expect the pitches to have really deteriorated to the extent to which they expect the Nagpur pitch to be. Uh, and historically, Nagpur is um, in the center of India, and it can be very dry uh, and, and dusty, and it's a different soil as well in that part of the world. Uh, and there will be reverse wing and all sorts. But uh, I think they expect that pitch to be the third turning pitch uh, at the start of the series. Uh, and they're preparing accordingly. But who knows, right? Uh, it's also a new team manager for India, Rahul Ravad, has taken over. It's been 12, 13 months. Uh, we still don't know what kind of uh, pitches he will want or the Indian team management uh, or the Indian team led by Rohit Sharma will be keen on uh, because India have been susceptible to rank turners as well uh, as Australia would remember from 2017 but even in the recent past. So India's best bet is actually to produce a pitch which is uh, which you can score runs on so that that's their best chance and their spinners know how to take wickets on it. So it kind of adds to the intrigue around what to expect once we do get to Nagpur. Uh, Barat, let's talk a little bit about Steve Smith. We were uh, we're seeing some comments about the warm-up game, and I think you mentioned about they got a green top last time. Uh, hopefully, I've got my homework right here. Is he currently the leading run scorer of, of current players in the Border Gavaskar series too? He's come out and sort of said that maybe um, these warm-up games aren't quite right. Is that, have I got that all correct? 
no, I mean, he made three hundreds in four test matches uh, six years ago uh, in uh, on these pitches on some really ranked turners as well. Uh, so he loves batting in India, but I think his point is well made. It, it's 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 not even um, something that Australia have are pioneering. Other teams, as well, India and England, have decided to do away with warm-up games when they do. Instead, they prefer like centre wicket practice uh, or a, a mini camp like the ones that Australia are having, so that you're in control of what you're doing, right? Not just in terms of what you want to practice, but also the pitches that you want and. Uh, what you want out of those pitches. So I, I'm not surprised. I think it's a trend that uh, will, will catch on. And especially for the big teams who can afford to do this. I'm sure a New Zealand or a South Africa or a Sri Lanka might not be able to do this, or a West Indies. But uh, if you are India, Australia, England, uh, you can carry a lot of players or book a ground like the Australians have here uh, and make the most of the time you have before a series. Rather than you know, going to warm-up match like Steve Smith said, we've seen it before. Like it'll be, it'll, there'll be a pitch which will have nothing to do with what you'll face in the test, test matches, mm. and often the team will have no spinners, or the spinners won't be allowed to bowl. So there's no point of having a warm-up match. So it's a point well made, and it makes a lot of sense. Which way do you think the Australians will go for that first eleven? Is it just the the seamers and then Nathan Lyon? Do you think they'll play uh, two spinners? What's your what's your read on on how they'll start? Look, this is where they're going to miss Cam Green and Bowler. Uh, Cam Green had an interesting uh, morning as well. He, he bowled a little, but he wasn't going full tilt. He batted for uh, quite a while. He hit some big blows, but you could see that he, he wasn't 100%, uh, and even with his fielding. Uh, so if, if Cam Green was fit, like, there was no brainer. I mean, there were two spinners for sure. I still think in Nagpur, you need the second spinner, unless, of course, Australia have decided that, look, Cam Travis said. Uh, we have Manas Babushain and, and even Matt Renshaw, as we've seen in the he's been uh, given quite a long bowl in the net. Uh, I've noticed both yesterday and today. Uh, if they think that you know they can make do for that second spinner spot between those three, and I, I really do think Travis Head will have an impact with the ball during the series, uh, then potentially they might want to back their strength and pick the third teamer, uh, which could be Scott Boland or uh, with Mitchell Sakhamstead or even bring in uh, you know, Lance Morris, the wild thing. So um, it'll be interesting to see, but I still think they'll play two spinners. Uh, Ashton Mega should be the one who we will see front up and not work. We're chatting with Bharat Sundarason, part of the SEN call team over there live from India. Bharat, uh, let's talk a bit more about the Indian team. Now, uh, how strong would this Indian team be compared to Indian teams that we've seen in years gone by? Are you, uh, are, are you thinking that the quality of the Indian team at the moment um, is is of the standard that, that India have sort of had in the last sort of close enough to decade? Or uh, are you thinking that they might be susceptible to, to an Australia, uh, to a victory? Uh, no, I think I mean they're still a strong side. I mean they haven't, they don't lose very often at home. Uh, most Indian teams don't. But even this, this one is a very experienced batting lineup. When you think about Rohit Sharma, Chetesh Pujara, and Virat Kohli in the top four, uh, but I think uh, it is, it doesn't come across as being as indomitable as some of the Indian teams, even in recent years. Uh, the middle order, there are question marks there. Um, Shreya Shire is their best player of spin, but looks like he'll be unfit. So for that first test at least. So they might have to bring in Shubman Gill, who's just scoring runs for fun in other formats. In the middle order, KL Rahul's been uh, 
very patchy with this test form. Uh, and then they'll have to play a new wicketkeeper. With Rishabh Pant uh, not available, either KS Bharat, my namesake, and I really hope he plays because Bharat can get called Bharat then. Or, um, you know, or we, we get to see Ishan Kishan, who plays a lot like Rishabh Pant, attacking left-hander. So, uh, But either way, they'll have a debutant in the middle order. Ravindra Jareja coming back into fitness is a huge boon and a boost for India because he can bat six years. Getting an all-rounder, um, and the bowling will be Ashwin and uh, Akshar Patel, either Akshar Patel or Kuldeep Yadav, and two of the seamers they have, Siraj or Shami or Mishra. So it's still a strong team, but there are holes in there that um, I think Australia will will uh, make the most of. Uh, they have, a, 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 like you know, they not only from top to bottom do Australia look good enough to win the series in India, uh, or at least challenge India more than any other Australian team in recent times. But I still think they can um, even dominate the series. If if they make a good start, if if they need a couple of batters to have a really good series, if they can do that, I think they have the bowling to have a big say on uh, on on this Indian record, this proud Indian Test record at home. Are you satisfied and happy with the form of Virat Kohli leading into this series? Um, look, his his form has it's not been that big a problem in terms of like just getting around. He hasn't scored hundreds, as we know. Last year was the one where he averaged in the 20s in both Test cricket and one-day cricket. He's of course set the records 50-year cricket. He's been uh, he's been scoring runs for fun as well, and in in the last uh, few weeks uh, at home, uh, so he'll be raring to go. And Australia just brings out the best in Virat Kohli. He did not make any runs when India won in 2017. You'll remember when he was captain. Uh, but now that he's not captain, I think um, he got freedom up. Uh, but Australia just generally, like you know, gets, he wants to score against Australia, especially at home. So unfortunately for Australia, that means they'll get the best of Virat Kohli. It's about how they uh, kind of get get him out cheaply or get him out early. That that'll be up to the bowlers. But again, I think Australia have the bowling attack to threaten Virat Kohli, uh, and uh, we will have to see. I mean, he he hasn't made a test hundred in what three years now. Uh, so is he just saving it up for Australia, or will Australia continue their new job? Hey, uh, Barat, the, the juggernaut that is Barat Sundaresan just keeps surging on. You dominated the summer here. You're now over in India with the SEN call team, and you're amongst the big names. It's a long way from the Shield cricket down at Glenelg in 40-degree heat. Uh, Looking, just you and I calling the Redbacks getting a touch-up down there with the Victorians, none for about 400. I, yeah, in, in another alternate universe, that partnership is still going on, and you and uh, me, Miles Spitzner, are still calling it with that white, <laughs> uh, wonderful uh, standing fan that you bought for us. Uh, to yeah, bring bring your own fans, Barat. Bring your own fans. That's what I had to do. I know. It, it, that commentary box wasn't fit enough for four sweaty, aging men, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, I, I mean, by, by tea time, Adam, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was inhumane conditions, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. I'm uh, enjoying every every minute of it, every second of it. Uh, yeah. Even if it means I get into trouble at home with the wife. It's a busy, busy year ahead. But, <laughs> no, it's good to, good to be back in India, for sure. Oh, I think no matter the weather conditions, it's always inhumane when you have to work with Miles Fitzner, Barat. No matter if it's 40 <laughs> degrees or if it's uh, in the snow. But um, you, You're an Adelaide man. Um, you call Adelaide home these days. Um, what do you, you think about the pitch or the possible pitch for um, Adelaide stealing the New Year's test off Sydney? Because that gets washed out every year. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I just woke up to 
messages from pretty much every media organization in Adelaide this morning saying <laughs> you have as a proud Adelaide man you have to ask Alex Carey about it so I did ask Alex Carey about it in the press conference because it's just two of us here two journalists here uh, but I I think I'm I'm all for it the only reason is because um, I never get to celebrate Christmas in Adelaide because it, you're always in Melbourne for the Boxing Day test and similarly with the New Year's Eve as well or New Year's I'm away, so I think it'll be uh, a pleasant change. At least you get to celebrate one or the other, and uh, we know it doesn't rain in the first week of uh, January in Adelaide. So I think I think it's it's a good shout. I, I'm all for it. Why not? Hey, Barat, just before we let you go, um, can we get a? Uh, I'm not sure if you've done it yet, as I'm only filling in. But can we get a series prediction and a man of the series prediction from you? Oh, I haven't done this, so yeah, it'll, let's let's do this. I think. I'm going to really stick my neck out and uh, because I'm in a very quiet part of India and I I won't get into trouble for saying this, I think Australia are going to take the series 2-1. Player player of the series is going to... You know what? I think it's going to be Pat Cummins. He's going to just captain the side uh, because you... Look, a lot of things have to go right for any team to win in India. It's not easy. It's not just about performance. There's a lot of... It's all about timing and you need a leader... Um, like Pat Cummins, uh, who will just stay patient and stick to the plan. When they won in 2004, you'll remember Ricky Ponting wasn't fit for the first three tests. And Adam Kukris, the one thing he did was they had a plan, they stuck to it, and they never, never really lost patience with it. And I think that's something we've seen Pat Cummins do, uh, or we've seen Pat Cummins do in Sri Lanka and Pakistan. So I'm going to back Australia to win the series and for Pat Cummins to be the player of the series. Barat, I just nice. had a vision of you then on the phone looking over your shoulder before you told us that, <laughs> that, that, that it was going to be too Pat late. Cummins was standing yeah, behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Pat Cummins was there and just making sure a few of the locals weren't close enough to hear it. Hey, uh, <laughs> mate, we always love chatting to you. You're one of the stars. Uh, uh, I really enjoy listening to you and all the SEN and Cruise listeners can get on the SEN app and listen to the entire series over there with you and the full team, mate. Appreciate you jumping on. Enjoy the homecoming, and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Oh, anytime for you, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on. That's <laughs> an absolute pleasure. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be a really crackerjack series, like from a figurative perspective. I can't wait. Uh, Barat Sundarason there is one of the greats. Coons, he is, honestly... We, we would drive together down to Glenelg Oval or to Karen Rolton Oval because we both lived in Norwood. He is one of the nicest, genuinely funny human beings you'll ever meet. Absolute ripper. He is a cracker. He's got gorgeous uh, hairstyle to go with that. And uh, he's a Norwood fan, a Red Lakes fan in the Sandfall, I believe, but I don't think he's got an AFL team, does he? No, I don't think so. But he, he's, he's, uh, he wrote the book, you know, the book on MS Stoney and he's very, very well-respected cricket journalist, and we're very lucky to see him um, to have him. Very lucky. He joined us, of course, too, thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, a pinnacle of engineering, the most powerful Kia ever cre- uh, crafted. And if you've missed any of the show, you can search Sports Day SA wherever you get your podcasts to catch up on all of it. Coons, we're uh, pretty well out of time. Buddy, I've enjoyed another uh, another Friday session with you. It was drive one time, Sports Day another. We seem to end up with these Friday Arvo slots. No, we're, <laughs> yes. no, no one else really wants to s- slide in. Yep. Everyone knocks off on the Thursday and has a long weekend, so we've got to fill the void. No, but we had a bit of fun today. It was a, an enjoyable show. Good start to the weekend. Uh, mate, always fun when I get to chat to you. You have a great weekend and look after yourself. Will do. Adam Cooney there. That's all we've got time for on Sports Day SA. Just repeating, you can search Sports Day SA wherever you get your podcast to catch up. Thank you for your company. Have a safe weekend. See you soon.